WXVU plans to celebrate this exciting milestone. This is your WXVU Villanova Campus Minute. This one. And welcome into Sports Takes with Jake here on a Victory Monday. And did anybody know my teams are in the World Series? How about that? Let's go. I'm so hyped. I'm, I literally had like five, five hours of sleep last night, and I haven't felt tired all day because I've watched Bryce Harper's home run for about, I don't know, the 80th time today with Scott Honestly, Fransky calling it. I respect it. it. I respect it. I mean, it. I'm just going to keep watching it until Friday because it's like the best moment I think I've seen in a long time in Phillies. At least in Phillies. I mean, obviously, <laughs> watching Brad Lidge uh, in the 08 World Series clinch, or winning it all, that's obviously number one, but... Bryce Harper hitting that home run is two, is one B because it was or two because, uh, unbelievable. I just unbelievable. I mean, I, I, there's not even any words to describe it. But anyway, you're here on Sports Takes with Jake here. Uh, next three hours of power here. We got Grease and Poles coming up at eight thirty, and Grease and Poles doesn't even matter. That the, the uh, it was hilarious. There's a, a a guy in Philly last night. Of course, they caught in the poles in in Philadelphia and. This one guy got up to the top. Guy threw him a an adult beverage. He chugged the adult beverage, and the police guys just stood there with their hands in their pockets, like nothing's happening. It was the well, funniest it's, thing it's, ever. It's Philadelphia. No, man. it's awesome. It's great. It. It's I, awesome. This city is. <laughs> this city is something else. I, this city is insane. I I honestly like, for as much as I always say, I think uh, for as much as I always bash the Phillies, I mean this this fifth fan base in this city is one of a kind, and we're seeing this right now with. I mean, you guys haven't lost in the. You haven't. You haven't lost in Citizen Bank Park yet. I don't no. think. You haven't lost a game in Citizen Bank Park. Twenty-two and nine all time at Citizens Bank Park in the postseason. And right now, I think you're what five and zero. Yep. Five and zero or yeah. five and zero this year. I mean, it's just yep. y'all are doing stuff that I didn't expect to happen, and I'm, <laughs> I don't think which is why did. I don't think many people expected y'all to be here. No. But <laughs> you guys are here, and I really do believe it is the city, and I think. Oh, the yeah. city of Philadelphia has played a huge part in that, along with just Bryce Harper being Bryce Harper, oh, Kyle Schwarber being Kyle Schwarber, Reese, Ho- Reese Hoskins, Hoskins? <laughs> uh, being Reese Hoskins, Reese? Uh, Zach Wheeler, Wheeler, Aaron Nola. I mean, Aaron Nola didn't play too well in his first matchup, but Zach yeah. Wheeler being Zach Wheeler, Wheeler. and Sir the Dominguez, that bullpen's incredible. Time. I mean, big time for a team that many will count it out, including me, about two weeks before the postseason even started. Um, this team's incredible. The city's incredible. I loved being around the Zomers here, seeing the fans from Philadelphia. And you, you better believe if a, if a World Series parade oh, happens in Philadelphia, I will be there. <laughs> we're all we, gonna be there. We will all be doing our, we will be doing our radio show from the freaking yes. from the streets of Philadelphia. Yes, from the from the. Uh, from but the streets. Uh, I'm I'm saying it right now. I've never said it all year. But I'm saying it right now. Let's go, Phillies. Bring it home. Hey, Bring it back. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but anyway, before I, we even get into this, uh, I did not even mention my co-host, Zach Tipton. Uh, great to have him on the show, as always. I know he's a little sleepy this morning, but he's he's rallied. He's back. We're back? He, I couldn't uh, miss the show. I couldn't miss he listening to you I, talk all yeah. talk hype about the Phillies for about an hour and a half yeah, straight. I, um, <laughs> but no, honestly, uh, I, I'm feeling good. I, uh, I wasn't able to watch any of the games this week because I went on a retreat. Yeah. So I wasn't able to watch any of these games this weekend, but... I don't, don't, you better you best believe I was paying attention to him. Well, while you were on retreat, I dropped uh, a decent amount of money on a couple tickets to see the game on Saturday night, uh, Game Four of the National League Championship Series. Uh, I will never, I will always remember that game for the rest of my life. It is 
if you get a chance to a postseason game, you have to go. Absolutely. It is ridiculous. I've only been to one, I've only been to one in my life, and I went to the uh, I went to a Dodgers postseason game last year. Okay. In in Dodger Stadium. Wow. Uh, okay. And that atmosphere was absolutely insane. Yeah, and times that by a hundred when you're in Philadelphia. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Philadelphia, I can't imagine it's a totally different city. Like, especially you know, your team that's been disappointed for yes, so many years so in a row. Many I mean, years. Yep. What 2009 was your last postseason, wasn't it? 2011. Oh, 2011. 2011, we had 102 wins and we were out in the divisional series. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's Who just ended up winning the World Series. The Cardinals ended up winning it all. Yeah, but I mean, it's just I think. You see a city that's been so deprived starved, of baseball, starved of postseason of baseball. Postseason baseball, and they've been needing it, and to have this season, and to have what you guys are doing right now, and for guys like Bryce Harper and Riz Hoskins to show all the emotion they show, unbelievable. Like Riz Hoskins slamming that bat, the bat in like spike. Uh, the bat spike, and all that. Kyle Schwarber hitting third deck bombs in Petco oh Park. My gosh. Um, Even that one he hit on Saturday night when I was there. I mean, he hit it off the brick wall in center field. I mean, it was ridiculous. And Bryce Harper, of course, being as clutch as Bryce Harper as I yes. think I've ever seen Bryce Harper. I mean, I th- I'm guessing he won NLCS MVP, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm guessing so, right? That was a foregone conclusion. Like, I feel like that wasn't even close. But, like, I just, like, your team is those stars. You paid them a lot of money to come be here. You paid them a lot of money to be there. You Yes. And uh, they didn't look like they were truly showing maybe Mr. Schreiber was, but, like, Guys like Castellanos, guys like Harper, they really didn't have the greatest seasons. Uh, especially Harper at the end of that season. He didn't really play that well towards the end there. Mm-hmm. But he's showing why he's worth what he's worth. And he's showing why he is Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper is Philadelphia. Joel Embiid is Philadelphia. Um, Jalen Hurts, you can say, is Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can s- Philadelphia is one of the greatest sports cities in the world and when Philadelphia is good sports is better because of it mm-hmm. yeah it was uh, yeah I mean if it's just quick to go back to Saturday I mean I honestly it was better than I dreamed honestly I, I it's just I, I keep saying that like in my post like a dream come true but it truly was I mean, I mean to be at that game we got there Four thirty gates opened at five fifteen for a seven forty five game. Got in there, got food, walked around. Place was already buzzing two and a half hours before the game. Go up to our seats at seven o'clock. Ryan Howard throughout the first pitch. Fifth twenty twenty five minutes before game time, every seat was full, and everybody's standing waving their rally towel. First inning, you get to the first inning. Phillies give up four runs. Falter goes two thirds of an inning. I was already skeptical of him pitching this game because um, he didn't pitch in a long time, and it kind of showed he didn't pitch well at all. Um, but the Phillies, they go down 4 nothing, including a Machado uh, solo shot. But then they climb back. You know, Reese Hoskins in the bottom of the first. You know, the place is completely quiet at that point. They're down 4 nothing. You're like, oh, gosh. Then Reese Hoskins hit the two-run homer. Everybody, I I blacked out. I don't even know what happened. I I looked. The ball was going up, and about three quarters of the way, I just started screaming and celebrating with everybody around me. I didn't even see it Who land. I went with Nick Downing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we both went. Um, it was hilarious because a couple rows in front of us was a really good uh, high school friend of mine, who I haven't seen in a couple years. Mm-hmm. I had my Snapchat story. She's like, are you, are you, what section are you in? And I'm like, oh, 428. And she's like, oh, I'm like a couple rows below you. So I got to meet up with her. I was cool and her family. Awesome. But, um, yeah, Hoskins hits a homer. 
Harper clutches up like he always does, a gap or double, mm-hmm. make it 4-3. Um, and we eventually tied it at four, and then Soto hits his shot, makes it 6-4. Um, Castellanos hits a single off the second base bag to get a run in. Um, and then how did we tie? I don't. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hoskins hits a Hoskins hits a second home run of the game. That was ridiculous. Ties it at six, and then Harper hits another double, which the place went absolutely. I mean, I went berserk. I mean, once that ball landed, we were just screaming the whole time, and uh, that gave us a seven-six lead. Um. And then Schwarber with an absolute bomb off of the wall in center field to make it 8-6. And then JT with a homer to make it – I think that made it 10-6 at that point. Um, I think I might be missing one, but whatever. Anyway, um, but it ends up being 10-6. Phillies win. Bullpen was amazing. Yeah. After Falter, Brogdon two and a third scoreless. Bilotti pitched really well. Brad Hand was shaky, gave up that homer to Soto. Um, they actually did not use Alvarado or Dominguez. They, they used Eflin in there. He, he pitched in ninth. Um, yeah, that's uh, that was they they pitched a lot of guys, but they they did well enough to get this victory. Obviously, the offense pretty much dominated this game. Um, I mean, so. I mean, for you to be there, I know all the people that went, obviously, like, I know my friend Josh, our friend Josh yeah, was there, Megan, he was, yep. they were there, you know, I mean, it's just, you don't go there and be like, it's, I don't even know how to say it, like, I don't even know how to explain it. like, I know exactly how you were feeling, I know exactly what, like, was going through your mind at that point, and it's just... I'm glad you were able to experience it because I know how much you wanted to experience it and I know how much you were excited to go. And I'm so glad it was like that because that is one way to completely turn a city around, right? Like, I mean, turn it. Yeah. Like, you lose that game, you know you're going back to San Diego. Yeah. You lose that game, you know you have to play one more game in San yep. Diego at least, which means that you can't end in Philadelphia, which means that you, the Philadelphia doesn't have control about how the city turns out, this, the series turns no. out. You win that game, you give Philadelphia one last chance to just completely end the se- end that series, send you to yep. the World Series, and that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and one through five in this game, the you know biggest guys in our team, you got Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper, Rio Muto, and Castellanos, nine for eighteen in this game. Yeah, four home runs, three doubles, nine RBIs, and ten runs scored. That's what you need. And a lot of this. Um, how's the bottom half? Like how how's the bottom? Uh, like Bohm's been really bad. Stott Stott's been good. Segura's been Veerling, okay. He... Well, it switch, Marsh right? has played more than Viewing because Viewing only plays when lefties are on the mound. Okay, so Marsh and, and how's Marsh, Marsh plays. Been? Marsh has been okay. He's, eh, eh. Gene Segura's and I feel like he's been pretty big in offense, but I feel like his defense has been very something to left. We well, had a couple desire. of really nice plays in that in that Friday game. You also had some. Well, you were with me for that. But yeah, but also, I also watched him miss a couple of those. Well, yeah, plays and also he had some really game. bad plays. But like, I mean, it's just like to me, I've always I've watched. I'm like Segura. I see like whenever I see an error in the infield, it's normally has something to do with Segura. Um, but 
I mean, it's just that that your front five is absolutely incredible, and it's incredible to see them mm-hmm. be like that. Like that's what you paid them for. That's what you paid Casianos for. That's what you paid Kyle Schwarber for. You, that's what you paid Bryce and Harper Schwarber. For. I mean, besides his home runs, how many times this postseason he has worked full counts? Walked. I mean, it's just he's been so good in that leadoff. There's spot. a reason pitchers are being taken out early against you guys. It's because you guys have like that who's just wrapping up, racking up pitches. Yes, getting he, that pitch count ra- racked up. I'd love to see his stat. I mean, I feel like every time he gets to the plate, it's a full count. Like it's just like unbelievable. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Um, and then you get to yesterday. Unbelievable. No, I mean, just yeah. you can't even script this stuff. I mean. Hoskins hits another homer. I think it was in the fourth or mm-hmm. third. Okay. And then uh, Padres chip away, chip away. Soto with that big home run. And then that wild pitch by Dominguez when it was like pouring down rain in the seventh, which gave the Padres a lead at that point. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was I, I was, thought it was over. I thought it was, I was, over I was it was funny. I texted uh Downing and I was like, I think we might have to reunite the duo right now because like we haven't lost watching them together i'm like we gotta we gotta so i ran over to his room right when i ran over Stott hit the double i think they didn't they end up not doing anything that inning but then the eighth obviously real muto gets that single to left and then yeah we know the we know the and, rest yeah harper on that 2-2 count gets a 99 mile per hour fastball and just did not miss it i mean i've, did not I've watched it. that play right so i mean i understand what you're going for you watched a bunch i watched that play i don't know if you saw like the Moneyball version of it, like yeah, it did. came out with like, the Moneyball <laughs> thing. Like, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Oh yeah, when that happens, something yeah. like that happens, when you see the fans going absolutely berserk, mm-hmm. when you see this whole city of Philadelphia, you know the whole city of Philadelphia, with the whole city, you know the whole city of Philadelphia is watching that game. You know the whole city of Philadelphia is up on their feet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing and it's awesome. And like, I don't have. A lot of experience with that. I mean, I'm been a Twins fan. I've lost 18 straight playoff games. I never, mm. I never witnessed a Twins playoff win mm. in my lifetime. Never wow. one witnessed a Twins playoff win. Uh, but the thing that reminds me the most of, and it has a lot of comparisons, I think, to it, is a team that has n- always has disappointed a lot, couldn't get wins when it mattered. And a team that needed something big to happen, needed something crazy like that to happen, and a fan base that was starving for something like that oh, to yeah. happen. Oh, yeah. And the only thing that I can compare that to is the Minneapolis Miracle when I was at the Minneapolis Miracle game. And yeah, I'm sure that the, was nuts. The stadium was the loudest I ever heard it. Um, you couldn't hear a thing. You were just crying. You were like so happy you were crying because that doesn't happen in Minnesota sports. This doesn't happen to Philadelphia. Like, this in baseball specifically. Like, this doesn't happen. Like, mm-hmm. you guys have long been disappointed a lot of times. 1728, 2008. Like, Minnesota. 2008 had some really cool moments that yeah. won the national or won a championship. But like, the Minnesota, we're on the, usually on the opposite side of those plays. Mm-hmm. We don't get big moments like that. I mean, I know we lost in the conference finals to you guys, but to the, in the conference round to you guys, but. That moment reminded me a lot of what that Bryce Harper moment had been for you guys. Mm. And so I think uh, that Bryce Harper moment was absolutely incredible. I loved watching it. Yeah, and it's just crazy to think that you know this team at one point was 22-29. and 29. You'd fire your coach, didn't you? Had no hope. Early June, Girardi's gone. You're like, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden they just 
click. You know, Schwarber goes off. And then, you know, Harper goes down. Segura goes down. You're thinking, and Wheeler went down at one point. You're thinking, oh, boy. And it's crazy. I mean, three weeks and two days ago, think about this. The Phillies were in Washington getting beat 13-4 to in the first game of a doubleheader. And they were tied with the Brewers for that last spot. You're thinking, they're going to blow it again. They're not going to make it in. And they the win the last two there, and they just kept the going from there. Choke against the Mar- yeah, the Marlins helped us out big time, and we snuck in, and here we are. Here we are. Um, Phillies are playing their eighth World Series, first since 2009. Uh, of course, we know 2009 didn't end the way we wanted, losing to the Yankees in six. Um, I wanted another Yankees matchup, but we will not get that as the Yankees got I, swept I mean, by the Astros. Happen, I mean, like, you knew you weren't going to get the Yankees. But, like, to get swept, though, like, not even win a game, like, that's just bad. I don't think the MLB is happy with what they're getting in terms of, like, the MLB. Like, Philly fans, obviously, but I think the, the MLB wanted. I mean, Philly's a big market, though. They'll bring it in is, a lot of but, ratings. Like, MLB, you know, MLB wanted, like, Yankees. Dodgers. That would be one. Well, obviously, you always want like Yankees, Dodgers. They're two biggest franchises. Two biggest markets. Like I think Philly's a huge market. Philly's Astros is probably not their ideal world. Well, Philly's a huge market. You're gonna get a lot of people from this area watch. Like you're gonna get everybody from this area watching that game. Well, obviously, you're gonna get that. Houston's been there. Houston's been there, done that. I'm excited to see what Philadelphia is like in this next coming week. I'm excited to see what we're going to get. I'm going to witness mm-hmm. in this next week on campus because I finally get to be on campus during a weekend. Yeah. I've not, I've not been on campus in the last like, two weekends, basically. So it's like mm-hmm. I finally get to witness this. And, God, I would love to see a World Series parade. Oh, that'll be amazing. I want to see a parade in Philly. I want that. I, I was hoping my first parade in Philly would be like a national championship Villanova parade. But Yeah. I don't, know I if, I don't take, think we're getting that. <laughs> I will take a World Series parade. Um, yeah, that's all I got. But I will love that. So take a quick break, come back, continue to talk about the game yesterday, and we will start yeah, looking ahead a little bit. Yeah, let's move on to the series a bit. Keep here at Sports Takes with Jake, 89.1, The Roar. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at wxvu.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. Hey everyone, this is Kaylee Brendel. I'm a singer-songwriter and a sophomore at Villanova. Listen to my conversation with WXVU about music and life on our podcast feed, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we're back here on Sports Takes with Jake and still on a high from yesterday's win. Um, crazy. I mean, Harper, uh, interesting story. I want to talk about this. I actually forgot about this. Ryan Howard did this a long time ago, back in the 2009 NLDS against the Colorado Rockies. Remember how good they were back then? Like Troy Tulowitzki? 07, 08, 09, they were ridiculous. Troy Tulowitzki. Um and Howard said, get me to the plate, boys. And he delivered. Phillies obviously ended up going to the World Series that year, loser the Yankees. But that was a cool moment. Harper, or Howard clutched up there. He actually threw out the first pitch on Saturday night. And then Harper said, 
yesterday. Let's give them something to remember. Uh, he said the bunch of his teammates and coaching staff could hear. Kevin Long, the hitting coach, said do something cool. Um, John Middleton, the owner, was thinking, well, these two guys could tie the game and win it. JT, like I said, leads off with a single. Fist pumps toward the dugout, sprints toward first. Harper comes up, the $330 million man, four years here in Philadelphia. And, of course, like we said, gets that fastball. 109 miles per hour off the bat. Honestly, when I was watching it live, it didn't look like it was going to go out at first. I, I like, he hit it, and I'm like, oh, it looks good, but I don't know if that's going to be enough because it's, like, you know, wet out and like, cold. And, enough. you know, he stood up, and it was, like, a delayed reaction. You're like, is he going to do it? And then it goes out, and you're like, I didn't even know what to do. I was, like, in shock. I'm like, he actually hit this home run. And uh, then you start, like, you know, delayed uh, screaming in the apartment and and everything else. Um and even the bottom of that little Harry guys on second and third with two out, or first and second with one out, and Grisham lays down a, an incredible bunt, puts guys on second and third with two out, and then Suarez uh, gets the last guy. Austin, how about that? Austin Nola recording the final out for the Padres, the brother of Aaron Nola. Apparently, the <laughs> apparently Zach apparently the crowd was chanting, um, "We have the better Nola." <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? That's amazing. Um, there were some fun uh, chants. I can't say all of them on the, on the air, but <laughs> there were some fun ones when we were, we were there on Saturday. Um, we started chant- We started doing the Soto Sucks chant, but we stopped after he laced a two-run homer. Uh, Manny Sucks is another good one. Every time Harper came up, we did the MVP chant, which, I mean, he is because he is. Um you know Harper has set a record now for the most extra base hits in a row in postseason history for the Phillies? That's 11 incredible. games in a row with an extra base hit. Wow. He now has five uh, home runs this postseason. Five. Um, yeah, there, there are a lot of quotes here about they didn't want to go back to San Diego. They didn't want to do a five-and-a-half-hour five flight, no chance. Um, pretty cool. Victorino and Stairs were there. Dick Seisler was there. Um, just so many quotes about Bryce. That's him, right? Zach Wheeler said he's a showman. That's what they pay him to do. The superstar came and he played, and that's why he's the MVP. Rob Thompson said incredible. A lot of times you don't see that. Stars just don't hit, but he hit. Um, Thompson even said I saw it a lot in my years with Derek Jeter doing the same thing their heart doesn't speed up too much their heart doesn't speed up as much as the guy who's throwing to them they're even keeled they stay in the zone Harper hitting 419 in the postseason 11 extra base hits 11 RBIs a 1.31 OPS or 1.351 OPS um yeah, I mean, Harper's been wanting this for a long time, and he's delivering what matters most. Um, yeah, and he also had a nice four-letter word he said on Fox, too. Let's take this bleat back, <laughs> um, which is pretty funny. Um, and, they, and and Harper's a really good teammate guy, too. I mean, they, they talked a lot about that. Um, Castellanos gets the last out to send the or to give 
it's nice to say the Phillies are National League champs, right? I think it's I think it's great. Um, and they'll be able to put up a National League pennant. Hopefully a World Series. We want a World Series one, though. Um, Castellanos catching that last out was something I'll never, ever forget. Just seeing the reaction of my teammates and the fans in the stadium. Um, just uh, unbelievable, really. Um, excuse me. Um, we keep going here. Um, yeah, it's just an incredible win. And uh, honestly, <laughs> it's been so long, I forgot they did the whole trophy ceremony after the game. I was watching the post game on. Uh, on the NBC Sports Philadelphia, and I turned back to Fox, and there's the trophy ceremony. I forgot they even did that. It's been so long since we've even been here. Um, yeah, just just an incredible game, really, um, for the Phillies, and they are back in the World Series for the first time since 2009. And uh, you want to preview it a little bit, Zach? We got a uh, yeah, an article here previewing. Sorry, I've been kind of, oh, I've been kind of ad libbing a little bit because I was trying to find the article. Um, previewing this World Series right now. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm I'm reading an article right now. Yeah, right so uh, I mean, I have one here. You can kind of add in where you think you want to add. Um, obviously, the Astros, 106 game winner, best team in the American League by far this year, um, and they look they've looked it so far. Obviously, sweeping the Mariners. The uh, in the NL or ALDS, including that 18. Did you watch the 18? Innings? I watched the entire. That thing. was that was. Ridiculous. I watched all 18 innings. That was amazing. It was one. That was that amazing. day of sports. I don't know if you had that day. I was telling about. I think I said this in the last last series. But like that day of sports, with that game combined with the Phillies winning. Yes. You had, I think the Guardians ended up winning that game as well, and the Yankees. Oh yeah, yeah, they walked it off. Yeah, they walked it off. Three or two. Yeah. Yeah, that game, like five, and then you also had something. Tennessee beating Alabama on that same day. Yes, you had field goal, yep. you had TCU coming back to beat Oklahoma State, and yep. you had Utah coming back to beat the undefeated USC late yeah, like, that night. Yeah, wow. And I and then you had the Padres beating the Dodgers. I was not up for that in the twelfth <laughs> game in like the twelfth, like the eleventh inning or like ninth inning. No, the a walk off at two a.m. Yeah, I, was I not remember up that. For that. I was not and up for that. I was up for it. I said the, the entire thing, and it was <laughs> one of the greatest days in baseball I've ever seen in my life. It was in baseball and in sports. Yeah. So that day, I just remember like that that moment, that day was just ah, oh, I still love that. But anyway, continue on. That eighteen, yeah, no, I am that eighteen games. And uh, and I thought surprisingly they sweep the New York Yankees. I mean, I, I just I was shocked the Yankees didn't win a game. That's I've just I'm stunned that they didn't win a, a game. I could have told you. I feel like I could have told you that. And the only the reason is them. the, sweep the them, only reason though. is is the Yankees pitching nowhere near the Astros. No, was. it's not. That was pretty obvious. And nowhere near the Astros was. You have the Yankees hitting had been kind of uh, on down and off, on and off, on and, and off, really down. Off. On, it was really. I off mean, this they got lucky against Cleveland. Yeah, they got Cleveland lucky just didn't have enough. They didn't have enough. Arm didn't have enough talent to yeah. get that win, but they still had a three-two lead. Cleveland did. Yankees had to win the last two to get yeah. in. Um, it just is like I could tell this Yankees team was not the team to do it, and I think you could tell that early on. Um, and especially towards the end of the season, the Yankees were very close to losing. Their they were under five hundred the last two months. I think season. yeah, exactly. I mean that Yankees team. So I could it's tell you good. that you have to be hot going into the playoffs, yeah, right? They weren't. You have to be hot. 
I'm not sure the Phillies who weren't hot at all going into yeah, the playoffs and they just hot, did that. Scorch earth. Um, but uh, no, so I think yeah, I could told you that. But I think that's the main thing that separates the Astros from everyone else in the playoffs is they have four. I'm saying I actually looked it up, but they actually have four starters, four starters. that could probably be number one starters on some teams. Yeah. I mean, it's just their like ridiculous. they're pitching. Like, you look at the Phillies; they have two. I'd say two guys, two aces, and that's about two it. aces. Then you have a serviceable third guy. That you have a serviceable start. third guy, Ranger Suarez, and that's but about it. <laughs> the, but the Yank, but the Astros have Verlander, obviously AL Cy Young. Yes. Um, you're gonna probably tell a stat that about his World Series performances in the past. I'm not really. I I think he's gonna pitch really well in this yeah. series. Yeah. I'm not. Um, you really. have. Uh, Framder Valdez, who's been Stud. absolutely nasty. Stud. You have Christian Javier, who's their number three. Yes. Uh, Christian Javier is number three. And then you have Lance McCullers. Yeah. And all four of those guys can start for them. They'll never have a bullpen game. That's what's going to be crazy. Yeah. Is they'll never have a bullpen game. Yeah. Which is kind of what you need. But they also have such good bullpen pieces. Oh, yeah. The bullpen's back end is crazy. They'll never yeah. let you guys see the third. They'll never let... Uh, your lineup see them a third time. The starters. Yeah, unless Verlander is absolutely dealing, unless Verlander is up to dealing, they'll be taken out for yeah. two orders. Yeah, they'll be six innings. Which they'll be five, six, six innings, innings, five six innings, and then, the and they'll, be and then they'll, they'll go to their bullpen, bullpen and they'll bullpen and take out. That's what's gonna happen in this yeah. game because that's what needs to happen. Your team is too good. Your offense, Bryce Harper, JT Omuto, Schwarber, Schwarber, those guys are too Asano, good to see a pitcher three times and not get a hit or not yeah. get a big hit off of them. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what I'm thinking we're going to see here from the Astros is keeping you guys from getting an advantage mm. in terms of pitching because pitching, they have a huge advantage. Yeah. Pitch, the starting pitching for sure. They have a huge advantage because Verlander and Wheeler are, is a very close race, but I'd still probably give it to Verlander. At this well, yeah. Point. You have to give it to Verlander. Valdez versus Nola, I think, is probably a very close race, actually. I think they're both very nasty. But Nola looked human in his last start. He did. He did. Um, Showed a little bit. He looked a little bit human. And then you look at the next one. You're putting in Ranger Suarez versus uh, Christian Javier. And it's like, That's not there's close. not even a close. <laughs> and then you put Lancer Colers versus <laughs> Bailey Folter. No, against the bullpen. And then it's, against the, against bullpen. the bullpen. Yeah. And it's like, your bullpen's fantastic. But you look at the guys in their bullpen, okay? So let's just go through some of the guys in their bullpen. They got Ryan Presley, he's the been, best closer he's on, in baseball. He's been unhittable. The best closer in baseball. He's been unhittable. Rafael Montero, unhittable. Abs unhittable. Ryan Stanek, unhittable. Yeah, I mean, Brian Abreu, Hunt, Hector, Hector Neris, Neris, former Hector Philly. Neris. He's been really Hunter good this year. Hunter Brown. I mean, those are six guys that they can put in any order, and you're not, you're not getting a hit off of. Yeah, it's, it's that's just tough. like. I think you got your offense is better than the offenses they have faced, though. So you guys will probably able to at least give them a little challenge. But it's it's this. I'm excited to see your offense versus their pitching, mm-hmm. because your offense is better than their offense. I will say that. Like your top five is better than their top five. The problem is, and this is where I get a little worried, is your bottom four. Versus their bottom four. If they, I mean, now Segura's been okay. Stott's been good. Bohm needs to step it up. He's been awful. And uh, either Viewing or Marsh, you know, they got they got battle a little better. I mean, yeah, I mean, so yeah, you got, you got Jordan Alvarez, Jose Altuve, Guriel, Bregman, McCormick, Pena, Maldonado. Yeah, those are just seven <laughs> of their nine guys. Uh, 
it's just so we'll see. I think I think you guys FanDuel, I'm just saying, I know FanDuel we don't talk about betting, but it's not betting. But they just they predicted four three Phillies. Okay. So I'm just saying. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about betting on <laughs> It's not betting. It's not no, betting. I know, it, I know, it's I know. just an actual article they wrote. They no, said okay. Phillies went four to four three. three. Um I think a crucial I wanna get some stats here after this, but I think it is crucial, absolutely crucial, the Phillies get one in Houston. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. If because you go on 2-0. What is it? Is it 1-1-3-2 one, one, again? Is that what they it's do? It's 2-3-2. Is it 2-3? I mean 2-3-2. That's what I meant. Yeah, it's 2-3-2. Okay. Yeah, you got to get one in Houston. They've won. Phillies have won game one in the first three series. So if they can win game one on Friday night, that would be huge. Um, Like we said, Verlander, interestingly... In seven World Series starts, 0-6 with a 5.68 ERA. I don't, not really going to buy into that. I think he's going to pitch really well in this series. Um, he has 18-4 record, 1.75 earned run average, 0.83 walks and hits per inning pitched. This leads the American League in all three categories. And the major leagues in the ERA and WHIP categories. His stat line average start was basically six innings, one run, five base runners, and six strikeouts. And the last start against the Phillies, he pitched five no-hit innings on October 4th with 10 strikeouts in a meaningless game for the Houston. So that, that shows that he's just really good. Then, like you said, Zach, Valdez... Has been nasty. Uh, sinker ball, left-handed pitcher. Um, he made 25 consecutive quality starts this season. April 25th to September 18th, he won at least six innings in every start, allowing three runs or less. He has the lowest home run rate in the American League and leads the league with 201 and a third innings. Um... His walk rate is cut in half since 2020. Uh, has a really nice ability to get ground balls, pop flies when needed. Um, now, I was talking about this at din- or the, the dinner table. It's not like I'm at home. Um, at dinner here, be interesting to see how the Phillies do this with Wheeler and Nola. Um, Wheeler would be on normal rest, but they could put Wheeler game two. To give him an extra day, extra day off, an extra day rest. Uh, Nola, the last time he faced Houston, Houston, which was October third, he took a perfect game in the seventh inning. It was a game that mattered a lot to the Phillies. So, um, interesting to see what they do there. Uh, the the Ashes are very unfamiliar with Wheeler, at least career wise, in their lineup. Um, the only three that have seen him are catchers uh, Martin Malonado and Christian Vasquez and designated hitter Trey Mancini. They are one for ten with a single off of Wheeler. So none of those big guys have faced him, really, which is kind of interesting. Um, like you said, Zach McCullers Jr. will pitch game three, Javier game four. And also, like you said, Suarez would go game three. Game four would be a bullpen game. Uh, I really hope Syndergaard starts this one. I think uh, Thompson learned his lesson to not start Bailey Falder because he 
barely pitched and he sucked. <laughs> Didn't uh, you want them to start Falter? No. Didn't you want Falter to get? Well, I didn't realize how long it was since he – I mean, that was, like, for the divisional series or something. I might have said that. But, I mean, the guy hasn't pitched in, like, a, like three weeks. I mean, you can't just throw him into the starting job after not pitching in, like, three weeks. <laughs> okay. Especially in the NLCS. I think it's just a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's fair. Especially how Syndergaard pitched that last time in the against the Braves in that bullpen game. Like, he pitched really well. You know, he went three innings and, uh, you know, did well for us. Um McCullers is a tough customer. 18 postseason games. He started 11 of them, 2.77 ERA. I mean, hard to believe. Houston's been in the World Series four times in six seasons, but they only have that one championship, which is tainted in some people's minds. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people's minds, actually, uh, with the whole cheating thing. Um, Jordan, Jordan Alvarez... 306 this year, 37 homers, 97 RBIs. Yeah. And he missed 27 games this year. He drove in seven runs in three games against Seattle. Yeah, if Jordan wasn't in the same conference as Judge and Otani, Jordan was a top three uh, AL MVP candidate yeah. this year. Um, Unfortunately, he was in the same conference as Judge and Otani. So... He is not going to win it. But he was always considered like a top three just because of what he could do. Um, so, you got him as a top player. Jose Altuve has been bad for them. Um, but uh, he's you got to think that he'll make something happen, make a big play at some point in this in this series. Who? Jose Altuve. Oh, oh you yeah. got to think he'll make he's something. Too good. He's, he's too, too good, good to be kept quiet too. for this long. Uh, he'll make something happen. And Jeremy Pena has been an unbelievable Three doubles, three homers in the postseason. And all those home runs have been big. I mean, that one against Seattle in the 18th inning. Hit one last night that basically took the life out of Yankee Stadium, that three-run blast. Bregman, five for 15, a double and a homer in each series. He's really, really good. Kyle Tucker, another guy, really good. Um, Mancini, Mancini is hitless so far in the postseason. Yeah. Um, he's their DH. But he's kind of due, I think, as well. The MLB uh, kind of posted what they think their lineups will look like for okay. the game What's ones. Here? So for the I Phil- mean, his Phillies will probably be Phillies pretty is similar. about the exact same as yeah, you think. Schwarber, like, Hoskins, Realmuto, Harper, Castellanos, Bohm, Stott, Segura, Marsh. Yeah. So they think nine is four. Yeah. Um, and then for the Astros, they have Altuve, Pena, Alvarez, Bregman, Tucker, Guriel, Mancini, McCormick, and Martin Maldonado. Okay. So, that's the nine for them. So, that's what, that's what MLB predict, predicts they think will be the uh, lineups for each game, for that mm. first game. Uh, and then, of course, you got Verlander versus Wheeler. Uh, but it could be Enola, obviously. Mm. Yeah, like like you said, that, that, that bullpen is scary <laughs> for Houston. It's just scary. Um, I don't know if I want to see them, but very obviously we're going to. Um, and since I have an ESPN article up here, they said they ask a question. Uh, you know, what's who's one player who must deliver for each team? Uh, for the Astros, they're saying Altuve or Pena. I saw that as well. Um, and for the Phillies, I think they they said, said Bryce Harper. Harper, sure, yeah. Harper, and the bullpen. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Or, uh, or not, sorry, Harper and uh, yeah, yeah, the Harper. They don't say Harper, right? Harper. Both said Harper, I think. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's interesting too. Zach Zach Wheeler, one point seven eight ERA and four postseason starts. Yep. This uh, postseason and Dominguez, one run, seven and two thirds, and really that one run was like because it was so wet and he just the ball just slipped out of his hand. Really. Yeah. Um, um, Alvarado pitching really well. Robertson pitching well. Sorry, go ahead. Keep no, I, no, I just continue on. Talk about your Phillies. I have an Astros stat also. Oh, um, just continue on Phillies. Yeah, um, you know, F one came in game four, closed it out, so you can always use him. Suarez, well, he we won't really be out of the bullpen, but you never know. Maybe you need him for some reason. Yeah. Um, obviously the power. I mean, Hoskins with a bunch of home runs. Harper with uh, that. Obviously the. Biggest home run of his life um, yesterday. Schwarber hitting homers. JT even got a homer. Um, and even like the power doubles that Harper's been hitting. Um, but Hoskins, I mean, he's just been on tear. And when Hoskins gets on these hot streaks, he's just un- un- unbelievable. I mean, he'll go like, you know, like at the beginning of the postseason, he's like, oh, for whatever. And all of a sudden, he just finds his swing. He's, every other bat's like a home run or like yeah. a double. It's just like crazy. Like he, he just, he's just so like up and down, hot and cold. Yeah. Very interesting. Oh. And you can go ahead with your Houston stats for uh, I'll just here. I'll just say this. I'll read this. I'll read this quote. Um, so I'm reading this article, and it just said, the Astros had the best bullpen ERA in the Major League Baseball uh, in the uh, regular season. The relievers have allowed three runs all postseason, um, all on solo homers, um, though. So they are homer, possibly. There's homer opportunities for Harper, for Schwarber. The uh, Astros are not facing a lot of batters in the bullpen that are home run hitters, which is surprising considering it's the Yankees, but, like, really. Um, but Ryan Abreu, Hector Neres, Rafael Montero, Ryan Presley, obviously. Ryan Stanek, 1.15 e regular season. Um, he's really good. And then Jose Quiddy has not pitched yet in the playoffs. And he was their number five starter, number four starter. He's not pitched yet in the playoffs. And then Luis Garcia has only pitched one time in this postseason. And that was five innings in the last five oh, innings yeah. of the 18-inning game. Yeah, he was dealing. He went five scoreless innings to stop the Mariners, to not allow the Mariners to score yeah, a he run. he was dealing. I remember uh, that In that game. And he, that was his only uh, relief appearance so far this year. So he's a long-inning guy if they need it. But, yeah, so it'll be interesting. That's all I got for the Astros. Uh, interesting. Um, so let me just see how this pans out here because the longer the series go, I think – the harder it gets for the Phillies because yeah, the pitching is just going to wear the Phillies down. That's why you guys got to win one in Houston. Yeah. We got to try to win this in five or, or at six minimum. Do we want to make our predictions? Uh, we could. Um, a couple other things real fast. Um, Brogdon's been really good. He had two yeah. and a third against uh, the Padres in game four, which was really good. Bilotti, mm-hmm. nine pitch, th- uh, three outs. Um, he could be good against the right-handed heavy lineup. Six point six zero eight OPS against righties, but a eight sixty six OPS against lefties. Okay. Not too 
confident in Brad Hand. He's not pitched well, especially if you have like the. I mean, I guess you could say Alvarez, Bregman, Kyle Tucker part of the order. Maybe you'd put him in for matchups, but I don't know. I'd I'd be very careful with that. Cause I he just has not pitched well. Um, and Dominguez has not been. I mean, it's a World Series. You're gonna use him as much as you can, but he's still coming off Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. He's only pitched. 11 times on back-to-back days in the regular season. And he's had off days between all six of his postseason appearances and at least two days off in five of those. Okay. So, uh, I mean, he's gonna, he's definitely going to get pitched hard. I mean, he's going to have to. It's a World Series. Um, obviously, we think in this series the key will be – well, a couple guys. I think for the Phillies, I think Aaron Noll will be huge, especially if he goes game one. Um, he had six and two thirds scoreless against St. Louis, one unearned run against the Braves. Padres, he was up four nothing, and then he gives up the back to back home runs in the second inning, and then four runs in the fifth. Um, and if you can go deeper in that game, either one or two, whichever one he starts, it'll be mean more fresh arms out of the bullpen for Suarez and whoever starts the bullpen game. Uh, interesting stat, 3.84 earn run average for Nola in the regular season on four days rest, which was 14 starts. And, but he had a 2.79 ERA on five days rest, which was 13 starts. If he starts game one and goes again game five, that'd be four days rest. But if he goes games two and six, he'd get five days off. Yeah, because you get the extra break there. Yeah, yeah you get the travel day. Um. Obviously, I think on offense, Harper, <laughs> Harper's the guy. I think Schwarber set. You have to set it like he's been doing. Work, work full counts, walk. You know, get guys yeah, on base. 100%. You know, Hoskins could keep up his power. And then you know, JT and Castellanos. I mean, they've been playing okay, but you know, stepped up a little bit there. And then obviously the bottom half, like you were talking about, especially like Bohm and Segura, they got to step up a little bit. I guess if you want to go prediction time, I guess, because the series starts on Friday. We won't be here till Monday, so it would be game three. Yeah, uh, Monday's an off day. so No, yeah. Sunday's an off day. Oh, Sunday's the off day. Yeah, game three is the yeah, right. Yeah. Right, right. Um, at this point, I can't, roll, I can't roll again. I can't, I got to pick the Phillies. I mean, I think I'm pretty much obligated to at this point. Because, um, I mean, I saw them play, too, the other day or other night, and – uh, they look special. I mean, there's something special about them. I know I'm pretty biased in his picks. I'm a Phillies fan, but um, and I know they're like huge underdogs in this series because they should be because Houston is really, 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 really good. Um, I there's just something to this team, man. You know, they they it really reminds me of Atlanta last year. It's the same thing. The Atlanta had 88 wins. They came in well. They did come in hot though, but they kept rolling and they played Houston. They won in six. Um. I think the but Philly. Oh. Yeah, continue. Sorry, no, go you. ahead. No, 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 no. Yeah, go I, ahead. What are you I just want to say I feel like Houston was more dominant this year than they were. Last I mean, they were. Yeah. Continue. continue. But I mean, I think. You know, you sweep out the Cardinals. You take the Braves out in four. Really, two. I mean, those last two wins were dominant wins. Take out the Padres in five. And really, could have swept them if Noah pitched a little better there in that those middle innings. They could have swept them out. Um. I think the Phillies win. I don't. I'd like to say five to clinch it in Philadelphia, but I 
just don't see them winning four out of five against Houston. That seems like a stretch. I don't see it going seven either because it goes seven. I don't like their chances because, you know, then you're really stretching your pitching. I'd say Phillies in six. It's a very biased pick, but (laughs) I have to roll with them at this point. I saw them play on Saturday night. There's something special. I mean, you watched that game yesterday, and Harper does that. I mean, hitting that home run and probably the most pressure-packed situation of his life gives the Phillies a National League pennant. They're going to roll with it. I mean, this team is so tight-knit. Rob Thompson – Coming in a 22 and 29 record team brings them all the way in the postseason. Last team in, and they just roll right through the first three rounds. And their bullpen's been clutch. I mean, that's not we've not seen that in a long time. Bullpen back end's been really good. Even yesterday, I mean, they were only up a run. Robertson gets one out. Suarez comes in, gets the last two with guys on second and third with the last out on the line. Give me the Phillies in six. I know you're probably going to pick Houston, so I'll, I'll, I'll sit I here. I want and... Philly to win. Can I just say that right now? Can I point this out? I so you're rooting, want But Philly you're going to pick win. Houston. I, Houston. That's pretty I obvious. also know that I don't want to be biased here. And at this point, I'm looking at this. Okay, I'll say this. If Phil, I'll say this right now. If Philadelphia wins one of the first two in Houston, Philadelphia wins the series. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If Philadelphia wins one of the first two in Houston, they'll win the series. And I will go out and say that. But I don't think they're going to win one of the first two in Houston. So you're gonna, they're going to get swept in Houston, you think? I think they lose the first two in Houston. I think they win. I'm going to say it. I think they win all three in Philadelphia. Wow, okay. I think they have a 2-3 lead going into Penn. Uh, three, going two back. Lead. Three lead, two lead going into Houston. And I think... Uh, we see the uh, we see well Valdez come out win game six, and then we see uh, Suarez versus we see Suarez versus uh, uh, we see Suarez versus um Christian Javier game seven, and I think that game goes. I think that game's actually gonna be the high, uh, pretty high scoring game seven. I think it's gonna be like a seven to six, and I think Houston wins in Houston. I mean, I I do believe that. I think the Pitching the bullpen, I think I see Ryan Presley coming out in a uh, game. Uh, I see no Ryan Presley. They hit bottom of the ninth, so I see Ryan Presley coming out on top of the ninth and pitching one, two, three. But uh, I I do believe this will be a great series. This will be one for the books. But I I I just I can't look at what Houston's doing right now. Look at how dominant they've been. Oh, they've been look dominant. at a team that just dominant. beat the Phillies and not beat the Phillies, swept the Yankees. Yeah, they and really good. And I can't say I think they're gonna lose to the Phillies. I I just I don't see a team this dominant come in and lose. Um, so I happened before though. It has happened before. I just I don't I can't see it right now. Phillies have something special going. You are one hundred percent correct. And I want Philly to win. I want that experience. I want you to have that experience. I want Josh to have that experience. I want Josh to be able to say he worked on that team and that won the World Series. Mm-hmm. I want that to happen to the Philadelphia. I want that to be Philly. I want to see what the streets are like in Philadelphia when you guys win the World Series. I just can't bet against Houston right now. I can't put my. I can't. My, I can't put. I can't not say Houston's gonna win the series based on what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Philly's got something special. I think in a normal year, 
this should be a four-game sweep, but the Phillies got something special right now. That I don't think it is going to be a four-game sweep. If you look on paper, this should be a four-game sweep. But this isn't going to be a four-game sweep because something special is happening in Philly. This goes seven. I think Astros win in seven, but this, but this goes seven because I think Phillies are going to do something special. Mm-hmm. And I think Philadelphia is going to get the Phillies back to Houston and get them a chance to win it. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's going to happen. Interesting. Is that fair enough? Like, no, is that we appreciate the support? Hopefully, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. <laughs> yes. But that's why I say very sincere. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Very quick college football, and then we'll go in the NFL. Yeah. Keep your sports takes with Jake. Eighty-nine point one. The rule. V eighty nine one the roar is on social media. Our Instagram and Twitter accounts allow you to meet our DJs, enter WXVU contests, and more. The roar is on Instagram at WXVU Radio and on Twitter at WXVU. Do you have the Sunday scaries? Relax with Sonic Bliss every Sunday at ten p.m. Sonic Bliss is designed to help you unwind with three hours of trip hop, dream pop, acoustic, ambient, and world grooves. No, it's not a love song show, but if you want to make out to it, that's fine too. Chill out with Sonic Bliss, Sundays at 10 p.m. on V891, The Roar. And welcome back into Sports Sakes with Jake. WXVU is proud to debut the Morning Roar, our brand new weekly morning show every Friday at 8 a.m., Zach. 8 a.m.? I get up for class, but not for a radio show. Well, maybe I would. I don't know. That's kind of early. For well, no, I would get up at 8 a.m. I would get up at 8 a.m. to do this show. I would get up at 8 a.m. on a Friday to do this show. One full hour, we'll discuss the latest happenings at Villanova, bring your news, sports, in-depth interviews, and all kinds of cool features that's the morning roar this and every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V. Villanova's V89.1, the roar. Um, I know Chris, a uh, classmate of mine, and Catholic novels on that. I'm sure it's a good show because I know he's 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 uh, he's a good guy. So I, I think that would be a good good show to, to tune in on. Um, also, every Wednesday, listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. for Radio Survivor. Radio Survivor has been covering and supporting great radio from college and community broadcasters to internet radio and podcasts since 2009. Hosted by Matthew Lazar, Paul Reismadel, and Jennifer Waits. Radio Survivor every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on V89.1. The Roar. Quickly in college football, I didn't watch any college football. I didn't even watch the whiteout on Saturday. Well, I was at the Phillies game, so I didn't care. I was totally immersed in the Phillies for about 10 hours on Saturday. But uh, the, Penn, the whiteout Penn State was... Was that happening? And they dominated 45-17. Um, we'll go into that game very quickly a little bit later. Ohio State all over Iowa. No surprise there. 54-10. Iowa just cannot score for their life. Tennessee all over UT Martin. 65-24. Clemson ekes out a win over Syracuse. 27-21. Alabama all over Mississippi State. Number 24 ranked Mississippi State. 30-6. The surprise of the day, LSU, LSU destroys the Rebels of Ole Miss 45-20. They outscore them 28-0 in the second half. That's pretty unbelievable there. Really nice win for Coach Kelly there. 
after they looked pretty dead a couple weeks ago. TCU over Kansas State, 8 versus 17 matchup. TCU, the number 8 team, wins at 38-28. Oregon over UCLA in a much-anticipated matchup, 45-30, the 10 versus 9. Number 10, Oregon gets the win over number 9, UCLA. Bo Nix has five touchdowns in this game. Oklahoma State ekes out a win over Texas, number 20. Texas, number 11, Oklahoma State, 41-34. Sanders with 391 yards passing for the Cowboys. Wake Forest all over Boston College, 43-15. Wake Forest, number 13. Penn State, number 16. Now Penn State is number 13, 45-17, like I said, over Minnesota. Dominating win. We'll go into that game a little bit later, like I said. SMU loses... 21 num- number 21 Cincinnati takes out SMU 29-27 number 25 Tulane 38-28 over Memphis uh and that basically wrapped uh wrapped up the top 25 looking at Penn State here Clifford 23 31 295 four touchdowns one picks nice bounce back game for Clifford after uh a lot of heat this week after his play in Michigan uh, Singleton, 13 carries, 79 yards, two scores. Catron Allen, 15 carries, 77 yards. Uh, so that was pretty solid there from the running backs. 34 carries total for the team. 175 yards, a 5.1 average. So nice uh, showing from the run game. Um, oh, that's funny. Uh, Eli Manning showed up as Chad Powers of the Penn State. And is, he, is there something? Does he have like... That doesn't make it. I don't understand why he's at Penn State. Does he have some like tie there, or is he like? Uh, because he went to he went to Ole Miss. That's why I'm confused why he's been at Penn State why so Penn much. Penn State either. To be completely honest, I can check. Why I don't. Yeah, I should I should have looked that up. I it's uh, weird. I don't know, like. Is there something he's like trying to do there? I don't know. It's weird. Um, receiving Theo Johnson five catches seventy five yards. Parker Washington seven catches seventy yards. Uh, so pretty solid from the receivers as well. Quick look at the game recap. Um, of course, 107,000 fans uh, in white um, were... <laughs> they all booed Clifford, uh, kind of rightfully so, because he's been not... He has not been good. He just hasn't been good this year. Let's, let's uh, uh, put it simply or honestly. Clifford, four touchdown passes in his 40th career start to six-year guy. Penn State's defense for seven punts in this game. Uh, I know Franklin's a huge Clifford guy. I mean, I hope he can bounce back. If he can beat Ohio State, great. I mean, because he hasn't looked that great this year. I mean, he looked good in this game, I guess. Um, so there's a lot of programs that will be super excited and happy about Sean Clifford being the quarterback, I guess. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean... Throws for like 200 yards every game, but okay. Um, I guess he's a good leader. I guess he, I mean, I've heard that, so that's good. I mean, he's a tough guy. Um, Tyler Warren, Theo Johnson get touchdowns, both the tight ends, back to back possessions in the second quarter, putting Nittany Lions up for good. Um, Parker Washington gets a 35 yard score on the first possession of the second half uh, to pretty much put this game away. Penn State now hosts Ohio State, the number two ranked team in the country on Saturday. Um, Tanner Morgan was out, so that meant uh, the backup was in. I'm not going to pronounce this guy's name. 9 of 22, 175 yards. 
for him. Um, of course, there was stud running back for Minnesota. I think he had like 30 carries for like 100 some yards or so. Um, so Penn State kind of held him in check. Penn State, Ohio State, that quickly. Do we think Penn State has any chance? Now, is at home is going to be a ruckus crowd. Stupid is going to be a noon game, though. I'm really mad about why that. Is it not the white, why do they not make that the whiteout game? Because it's a noon game. They're not going to have the whiteout. Why did they make that the night game? Why did that make it the night Fox game? Because Fox is stupid. They're like, oh, we have a big noon Saturday. It's like, it's so dumb. Like, just have a, have a whiteout. Like, that's how, how it always should be, but um, whatever. But does Penn State have a chance? Crowd. Penn State always has a chance. We always have a chance with 107,000. But. but. I don't James know. It's Ohio Franklin State. ain't that guy. <laughs> well, Sean Clifford Jay, ain't that guy. James Franklin and James Sean Clifford are not the guys to defeat a Ohio State team that I don't I think just don't ever... see us beating Ohio State. I would love Especially how we got though. rolled by Michigan. I would love every minute of Oh, I'd love it if we beat them. I just don't see it happening. Every minute of that. I would it's going to be close. It's We always play Ohio State close every year. You do. Now, the difference could be, though, Zach, Nick Singleton is really good. But Ohio State is just so good. I mean, they're just so good. They're loaded in every position. I just until Penn State can beat them, I am not picking them. Yep. Because every year I'm like, well, maybe there's a chance, and every year we lose by a touchdown. And I just don't with Clifford in there. I just don't see it happening. He's he's gonna throw a pick late, or something's gonna happen. We're gonna lose. So I just don't. We're gonna be probably ten and two like every year. We'll be ten and two or nine three. We'll be in like the Rose Bowl or something or whatever. That'll be into that. Um, any, let's see, any good games next week? Let's see. Well, obviously Penn State. We got, uh, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee. Okay. That's a big one. Wow, that's a big one. Oh, that's, that's a big one. That's a big one. I know that for a fact. I don't know. That's that is a big one. That. That's a big one. Uh, that's that's one. Probably of them. about it. I would think. Oh, I think there's a couple more. Uh, let's look. Penn State, Ohio State. You got Kentucky. Uh, then you got Oklahoma State, Kansas State, which is always oh, that's a good matchup. That's always a good matchup. Uh, Kentucky. Yeah, I already said that one like twice now. Um, and other than that, yeah, that's really all you got. Although Ole Miss, Texas A&M could always be a good matchup, but uh, I think the only team that I'm the only matchup here that I think I'm really excited for. Although I will say, Florida Georgia. That's a that's a that was a good will game. always be a good matchup. Yeah. I think uh that. But other than that, I think that's really about it. You're kind of right. There mm-hmm. really isn't much else to really like uh this week. It's been kind of boring yeah. week until. Next week when uh, Tennessee faces Georgia, that's going to be a heck of a game. Um, but we'll wait. We'll, we'll talk about more of that more Monday, next Monday. Um, NFL now quickly at the top of the hour. Got 13 minutes here on the show. Um, pretty interesting games here. I like I said, I watched zero NFL yesterday because I was all locked in on the Phillies and the the Astros Yankees game. Oh, I watched everyone. Cardinals take out the Saints on Thursday night, 42-34. DeAndre Hopkins two pick is sixes. back. DeAndre Hopkins is back. Yeah. That's huge, <laughs> but the two pick sixes of Arizona. Yeah, no, Kyler Murray. Game. Yeah, no, it was it was kind of crazy like that, but, but they won. So that's they won. That's really what matters. Uh, I, I mean, just it was a high scoring game. I did not expect thirty-five seventeen Bengals over Falcons. Yep, Joe Burrow threw uh three hundred fifty yards. He threw for three hundred fifty yards in the first half. Uh, yeah, you're right. You read that right. No, my fantasy 481. team. My fantasy team will tell you that you read that 100 percent right. Wow. Fifty points that's from Joe Burrow on my fantasy team wow, this week. I will else. take it. Um, the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys forced five turnovers to beat the Detroit Lions six twenty four six. Titans over the Colts nineteen ten. I saw that. Uh, Sam Ellinger is now starting this week for the Colts. Yeah, they just announced that this week. Uh, big news. Uh, kind of the biggest news. There's a lot of big news coming out in the NFL just in the last, just today. 
Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so James Robinson going to the Jets. Yeah, just big. happened. Brand just new. Happened. Uh, breaking oh, news. Sure. Uh, breaking news right here on the show. <laughs> uh, like James Robinson was traded to the uh, um, Jets. Um, after Brees Hart, Brees Hall tore his ACL and has now officially been confirmed out for the rest of the season. Mm. A lot of people are picking up Michael Carter in fantasy. Do not do that. Uh, James <laughs> Robinson. Uh, He'll is, be the guy. Be like James guy, Robinson right? is taking over there. Oh. Um. Had an incredible first half of this year for James Robinson, but kind of started to lose his job to Travis at DN here at the end here. But um, that's breaking news. Conditional sixth that could turn into a fifth round pick uh, for the for the Jags in return, um, which is nothing compared to what uh, the uh, Killing Panthers got for Christian McCaffrey yesterday. Wow, also breaking, not really breaking news anymore, but. Uh, Kind of if you guys have not fig- learned heard yet, Christian McCaffrey was traded to the 49ers uh, for a second, third, fourth, and fifth round pick. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Panthers get a lot back in return. I love this move for them. Um, if he can stay healthy, Zach. And they beat the Bucks uh, By a lot. Is, by a lot. 21-3. Yeah, the twenty-one to three, the Panthers somehow on? win. What is going uh, on? We, what is going on in Tampa Bay? Uh, Brady is washed. He is distracted. I he's don't, very distracted. That's he's not. His head's not in the game, which we all had a worry that this would happen when he came back. Because once you consider retirement and you come back out of that retirement, your mind is still in the retirement mindset, and yeah. I feel There's like Brady has never that. left that. Um. But the big new, the big game for me. There's two big games here for me. I kind of want to discuss. One isn't okay. really that big, but Jets, like they mentioned, like the guy mentioned before the show started, Jets did win. Are now five and two. The Giants, uh, the Giants did win Giants again, so they're six, six and, and one. Wow. Um, and the Commanders. That's right. Taylor Heineke is back. He, I'm telling you, he's good. There's he something about him. Upsets the Packers. Although I don't know if the Packers losing anymore is an upset at this point. Um, I mean, I would. That's an upset. I mean, the Packers are better than the Packers. Commanders. Um, lose again. They're now three and four. And oh. as a Vikings fan, whose team had to buy this You're week, three and a half up. Right? We're three and a half up on the Packers. Wow. We're and the three Bears up on the Bears. The Bears played tonight. If they lose, would be three, be four games up on them, basically. Wow. And if the the Lions already lost, the so we're, we're like we're like we were up like four four and a half games on them because we've wow. already beat all three of them. Wow. We've already beat all three of them. You're in so, the driver's seat. We're just enjoying ourselves right now as a Vikings fan base. Uh, love seeing the Packers lose there. The Buccaneers, like I said, wash. Um, but I think for me, what was kind of interesting about uh, this year, this season, is I think the uh, Seahawks upset the Chargers. Um, and for the first, like what oh. I never expected, the Seahawks are leading their division. Yeah, they're four and three. There are five teams in the NFC that are above 500. Wow. And yeah, there are only five teams that are above 500. You have the Giants, you have the Eagles, Cowboys. you have the Cowboys, the Vikings, and the Seahawks. Wow. Those are If you had told me that about a year ago, I would have laughed in that, your face. No, told me that two months ago to laugh in your yeah, face. Yeah, you told me that two months ago. Yeah, I would have laughed in your face. Jeez. But this is incredible wow. what we're seeing in the NFC. It's kind of pathetic what we're seeing in the NFC South. Uh, the leaders in the NFC South. Are the awful. Bucks and Falcons at three and four? Yeah, the awful. Panthers are only one game back at the division lead in the NFC South. That's that ridiculous. shows you how bad this that division is. Yeah, that's bad. Um, in the AFC, the Dolphins beat the Steelers. Steelers yeah, 16 to 10. Five. 
Um, Chiefs all over the Niners, 44 Yeah, the Chiefs kind of dominated the Niners, which McCaffrey uh, did not play. Uh, I thought play, he played uh, a little bit. He played a bit. Well, he has, he has no idea. He only has almost like five plays in the uh, playbook. The Ravens were able to beat the Browns. The Browns tried to make Barely. a late comeback there, but they were not able to. Uh, and then um, the Titans beat the Colts in Tennessee. Uh, yep. Just like we said before, Matt Ryan has officially been benched. For the entire is, rest of the season. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, thought they announced, a, I thought it was a temporary. No, they wow. they already they announced for the entire season. Why? They they uh, traded for him. Now they're just Ryan gonna bench be him. Benched. Uh, Why? I don't understand. Sam that. Ellinger's season, the former Texas Longhorn, yeah, will be Texas. taking over That's as a starter for the rest of the season. Also, the wow. Carolina Panthers have announced that for this week, no matter what Baker's health is, PJ Walker will be the starter coming wow. in week eight. Um, simply because P.J. Walker was able to get them a win over the Bucks wow. in week, in this week here. Quick, quickly, quick, just very quickly, because we have to make picks for next week. Yes. Why are they just trading for Matt Ryan? Now they're benching him? So Matt Ryan, I don't— Has he just been okay. that bad? I said this on Twitter. I did a tweet that I posted. Z did 22 tips on Twitter. Please follow. Well, um, say that so or so the audience can hear Oh, is it at Z, Z? Add Z tip twenty two Tipton. Okay. Follow me on there Twitter. I post in some great. I post NFL. He content. does post good stuff. Uh, I posted a tweet earlier today that I love the move by the Colts to bench him this week because I feel like they need to change something else. Maybe get some younger court in there. So I like that because the Colts have not been doing what they're supposed to be doing. What I don't understand is why you say it for the full season because yeah, I don't it's like way don't too like early. I feel like Ellinger struggles. You gotta go back to Matt Ryan. You gotta go back to what might work. And Matt Ryan is your best chance of working at this moment, unless Ellinger proves otherwise. I don't understand that. But what I will say is the Colts needed to make this move. The Colts have been very disappointing this year. For the last couple of years, it's and been specifically though this year, and it makes me wonder: Did they make the right move getting rid of Wentz? I know Eagles fans. I know you don't like him. I know how that no, works. But he's. I think he's. But more, he's more dynamic than he had. Uh, he Matt had a Ryan great season with the Colts, and his worst game, which cost him his job eventually, is a game that every single Colts QB has lost for like the past what four or five years. Yeah, like five years. No, no. Colts and you QB can't just the you Jay can't just home. blame one guy too. Like that's yeah. everybody: defense, offense, coaching, special teams. You can't just blame it on one guy. Absolutely, I don't think once should have been let go. I think that's Jim Irsay made that move. I think Jim Irsay honestly made this move as well. I think the owner's taking yeah, way too Matt much control Ryan's over there just, in Indianapolis. He wasn't really that good the last couple of years. Um, and then you're trying to. So I think it's it's kind of interesting. But anyway, we'll move on to yeah, picks for picks. next week so, because we got to get it going. Who did I win this week, Jacob? I, like I, I've been so baseball focused, I haven't. I will get everything aligned next week. Trust me, it'll all be aligned. I need to know if I won, Jacob. I think I might have Sorry, had a chance here. It's my bad. Uh, Bears Packers tonight or Bears Packers, Bears Patriots tonight. My five hours of sleep is catching up to me. Oh. Give me the Pats. Easy here. Bears, Patriots tonight. Yeah, give me the Pats. I got. I can't choose that's, Bears. That's easy dub there. Uh, we're going to what's? Wow, we're in week eight already. This, this is a good fun. Thursday. This this would have been a good Thursday night game if Ravens, it wasn't Bucks. Year. Oh man, I I do. I want to go against Brady here. I don't. I can't. I do want to go. Against but Brady. they've been awful. Like, they have been. They give me no reason to pick them. Give me the Ravens in this game. I think Lamar is on to that game. I'm also going with the Ravens. Yeah, it just they. I think this Bucks team. Could be awful, yes. like, and but they they'll they'll definitely they'll sneak into the playoffs. The NFC South is so bad, yep. but wow, Broncos Jaguars on ESPN Plus. I will not be watching this game at nine thirty in the morning. Nine thirty in the morning. I will be watching that. this game. Um, I do subscribe. Jags. Uh, 
Yeah. The Broncos are awful. Give me Travis Etienne's season over here. Give me Travis Etienne's season over here. Panthers-Falcons. I think the Falcons um, win this game pretty easily. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I don't think Panthers are going to get struck, get lucky twice. We'll go, no. we'll go, for, we'll go Atlanta. Bears-Cowboys. No, I got to give me the Cowboys. I mean, sorry, Justin Fields just looks all That whole offense just looks Dak disgustingly back. awful. Oh, is, wait, is Dak back last Dak week? Dak back was last week, yeah. Oh, see, I didn't even watch anything yesterday. So I Although he didn't see. play that great. Kind of Lions-Dolphins. At one o'clock, I'm tempted to go Lions here because they've been playing close. You have to pick one upset here during the week. I'm gonna go Lions in this game. At home, uh, I got an upset. I think uh, later on here. You going so Miami? I think I'm going Miami here. Okay, we're, we're rapid fire here a little yep. bit. Uh, Cardinals Vikings. Uh, Vikings, Vikings win this game easy. Yep. At home, right? Yeah. Yep. They're gonna, let me sec type that in Minnesota for each. Raiders Saints from uh, New Orleans. Give me the the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders to win this game. Yeah, I think I gotta go with the Raiders on this one as yeah, well. Saints honestly. just have nothing. Patriots Jets. Wow, this actually matters for once. Um, wow, do I go with the Jets at home? I think I ride the Jets here. That was my that was my upset pick. I'm going the Jets as well. It's funny how they're an upset pick and they're vibing too. But I mean, they've just been so historically bad against the Patriots. Steelers Eagles at one o'clock. Did the Steelers get their upset the Eagles? I say no. I say the Eagles at home. I say the Eagles take this one at home as well. I mean, you can't ride against the F- Philadelphia right now. They're just winning everything. Even the Flyers are four and one. How about that? We don't talk about the Sixers right now. They're zero and three. But Flyers four and one. Phillies in the World Series. Eagles six and zero. Titans and Texans four oh five. Uh, Titans easily. I also am taking the Titans here. We are not really picking against each other. That might that might change in a few games, but we'll see here. What was that? Yeah, we aren't really picking against each other right now, which I'm trying to. Not really. Commanders, Colts. This is interesting. I'm going with Commanders here. Gosh, that was my that was my. Okay, I'll I'll take Commanders as well. I don't trust the Colts right now with uh, yeah, I don't, Sam Ellinger. Yeah, Sam Ellinger, uh, Sam Ellinger might like oh. blow up in this game. That that was my upset. Um, I'm trying to get against you here. Niners, Rams. This is an interesting matchup. I think McCaffrey with. Well, Rams are off a bye, though. I could help them out. Uh, I think the Niners win this game on the road. <laughs> Pick them too. <laughs> I'm not even – I'm just, like, picking who I think. I uh, I, I truly believe McCaffrey that another week of preparation will get back on track and have other things. I was going to take the Niners. And Niners kind of well. owned the Rams the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, I agree. Seahawks-Giants. This is a really interesting matchup. I'll, I'll make you a deal. Whatever team you choose, I choose the opposite. Ooh, I'm going to pick the Seahawks at home. Okay. I'll take Giants going seven and one I don't to start. See, there's no way the Giants going to seven and one. I will take I mean, the Giants do, seven and one to start. They do. You can play this back next week. And then Packers Bills. This Buffalo easy. Yeah, that's an easy Buffalo for me. Yeah, Packers just look bad, bro. And then Monday night next week you have Bengals Browns Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati as well. All right, look at that. One minute to spare. Perfect. Yeah, I think just wrapping up, closing here. Um, Phillies and six. <laughs> that's that's how I wrap it up. I'll let, you, I'll let you wrap it up. Thanks, Zach, for uh, being on again. What a what a weekend! It's just unbelievable. Friday, what a beautiful win at, at uh, McSorley's. We were there. Saturday, when I was there, unbelievable ten six outburst win. And then yesterday, storybook ending with Harper. Basically, sending Harper sending us to the National League uh, or the World Series, giving us a National League pennant. 
Suarez closing it out. Um, unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. See you next week where Jacob will either be very happy because the Phillies will have stole one in Houston or very nervous or very because nervous. they'll be all in, they'll be down 2-0 to zero going in. Yeah, and game so, three will be all uh, games, all games in the best of seven will be at 8.03 Eastern. 8.03 Eastern? Fox. Perfect. Uh, hope to see you guys again next week. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, go Phils. Go Phillies. Phils uh, in six. And let's just cheer on our NFL teams as well because that's what we're going to be really focused on this weekend. No, we will not be. Go no, Phillies. I will, you know, <laughs> total Phillies here. Let's go Phillies. Have a good night, everybody. Go Phillies. Love you. <laughs>
Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial. Or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. WXVU is proud to debut The Morning Roar, our brand new weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, we'll discuss the latest happenings of Villanova and bring you news, sports, in-depth interviews, and all kinds of cool features. That's The Morning Roar, this and every Friday at 8 a.m. It's another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's V891, The Roar. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabrielle Raffoul with your Villanova Campus Minute. A 43-year-old Bryn Mawr man was charged with walking around one of the courtyards in the commons without permission and then becoming combative with university public safety officials. Anthony DeMeo is free on $100,000 bail after being arraigned Saturday before District Judge Leon Hunter III on charges of aggravated and simple assault, public drunkenness, and related charges. Villanova Director of Public Safety David Tajeski said DeMeo has been issued a no trespass order and is banned from university property. Tajeski he said not to engage with this man and asked anyone who sees DeMeo to contact the Public Safety Office at 610-519-4444. In other news, on October 13th, Reverend John P. Stack passed away peacefully at the age of 75. As per Father Peter's announcement, Father Stack was an enduring presence at Villanova for more than 50 years. Under Father Stack's leadership, there was a great expansion of campus life as Villanova transformed from a largely commuter campus to a residential experience. Additionally, Father Stack was instrumental in the formation of Villanova's Parent and Family Engagement Program, a cross-campus partnership involving the offices of the University Advancement, Enrollment Management, the Career Center, Student Life, and Provost. Apart from his professional accomplishments, Father Stack was best known to generations of Villanovans as a priest first, but also as a teacher, an athlete, an advisor, and a friend. The viewing and funeral mass will take place on Friday, October 21st, with the burial immediately following the mass. With this week's Villanova Campus Minute. I'm Gabrielle Raffoul from the WXVU Newsroom. Along with WXVU's acquisition of the 89.1 FM frequency full-time in the main line, Villanova's Falvey Library's distinctive collections is excited to announce their latest digital exhibit, the new Collegiate Sound. Explore the history of radio on Villanova's campus from the early days as a radio club in the 1920s to today as an FCC-licensed campus radio station. This exhibit includes great photographs, newspaper clippings, programs, yearbooks, 3D model by Erica Hayes, digital scholarship librarian, and scrapbooks from WXVU. We thank Beaudry Allen for her incredible efforts to make this exhibit a reality. Check out the exhibit through the link on our website at wxvu.org. I've been driving trucks for a long time. Safety is my number one priority. I know that my truck has huge blind spots. That's why I remember to check my mirrors often for smaller vehicles. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're behind the wheel, try to avoid lingering in those blind spots. It can be dangerous. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Remaining cloudy with a chance of showers overnight, a low of 58. We'll see the threat of showers to begin your Tuesday with clouds the remainder of the day, a high of 69 degrees. 
and once again, the threat of morning showers Wednesday with some clearing in the afternoon, a high of 70. It's the very best in smooth jazz. Hey, this is Boney James on 89.1 WXVU Villanova Radio. You're listening to Lights Out Villanova on V891 The Roar.